No, it's very fortunate when the only people who have to hear something bad are us and not everyone who listens to our podcast. Because I'm the editor, baby! Everybody hates you. Everybody wishes that you were dead. Because Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, your music is fucking terrible. Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, you don't do anything of Folks. Just when you thought 2020 couldn't get any worse, the boys are back with a brand new season of The Bachelorette. My name is Drew Baker. I am your host as always. With me, returning to the pod, Corey Greenspan. Say hi, Corey. Hey, Drew. Fan favorite, Evan Murray. Say hi, Evan. Drew, it's wonderful to hear your voice again. Oh, thanks, baby. You're the only person who enjoys the sound of my own voice, and I think that's because <laughs> apparently we sound fairly similar on the pod. And then uh, filling in relief, but hopefully a more consistent special guest uh, on this season's taping of the pod now that he has a cable package, one Mr. Grant Pitt. Grant, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Drew, I also enjoy your voice. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. No, I don't want to hear a minute of this garbage, all right? Now, this is the vocal fry commander-in-chief of this pod. I don't want to hear any of y'all tell me that my voice is pleasant to listen to. Um, I subject Drew, I everyone would listen to, to an ASMR podcast if you had one. No one would do that, Grant, all right? That's, I, I bought a nice microphone all for the sense of capturing this, uh, these lovely pipes. Um, yeah, that's enough of that. I don't want to talk anymore about my voice. It actually does make me self-conscious. Give me a little vocal warm-up, Drew. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the do tongue. Do, me faso, la, si, do. All right. Um, I'm seeing everyone else with a beverage, I think, and then I forgot to grab one before we sit down. Um, I, I got see an extra my, for you. I see my water all the way over there. I'm going to wait until I get, like, Corey revved up or something, or Corey is going to have to explain the entire plot of the episode. Absolutely not. So that's actually, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll start with there. Corey and I have agreed to take tonight off because uh, Corey and I watched the episode as close. I watched it live. So um, John, unfortunately, is not with us tonight. Um, he is no longer He's with us. He's alive. He's not dead. <laughs> Uh, John, yeah. <laughs> what if he dies before this gets released? The COVID so got fucked. him. John, John's not dead. He's just in Florida. Um, John's not a, dead, too. <laughs> John's uh John's, John's actually uh taken out uh DMP and life insurance so if he kicks the buck we all get rich. Yeah. I, John might actually still be in Florida next week so Grant sit on that uh John's not dead to electric boogaloo joke for another week and uh we'll see if we get some more mileage out of that. Um Boys, I think we're here to talk about this terrible show that none of us enjoy but we all Hey, Grant uh, and I are very good at doing that. Yeah, we all dedicate uh some of our week two every week um i'm trying to pull up you would think i as the host would do a better job of having things prepared but really kind of phoning this one in um it's kind of phone in the pilot i want to paint a picture for everybody it is 10 p.m on the east coast right now and we are taping this episode because just when i thought I would be more free than ever with my schedule. Uh, we got a plenty of events this week and, uh, everyone's viewing schedule. And I think Evan Thursdays are going to be like the only nights that work for you this year. Uh, for now I play wiffle ball Tuesday nights and softball Wednesday nights. 
Um, but Ameri- I think all the Americans are going to be over uh, within three, two, three weeks. So I think eventually Wednesdays will be open. But so our, I don't know. We'll see. Our varsity athlete. How do we? How do we sponsor your team? Like, can we get DMPN printed on the back of your jerseys? Can we get like the sponsor patch on the uh, the front chest? Potentially, but. I think because the season's almost over, uh, it's kind of pointless. And if you gave me money to do that, I would just keep the money. So I'm gonna recommend against it. All right. Well, I mean, if that uh, if that uh, ten team monstrosity of a parlay that we all placed earlier hits, uh, we'll buy. No, we didn't because none of us live deals. in gambling states. Sorry, the ten team monstrosity that our producer Brandon. Um, Sorry, he's not even our producer. I don't even want to no, give him I'm that. No, I'm the producer. Yeah, you're Corey's the producer, editor, executive producer. I don't know. Um, I, I do all the work. You financer. just sit there and sound pretty. No, he's not even our financer. He didn't even do that for us last year. Our he's financer our, he's was our, cool. uh, our legal counsel. Yeah, our financer yes. was one Mrs. Greenspan. He's more our fix. He's more our fixer because our real attorney's Michael. Like, if, if anything were to ever actually happen in the show, we would go to our friend Michael Buchanan. Um, who probably hates that I just said his full name on air. He's um, he doesn't listen to this. Kelly will listen to it. Um, but yeah, Brandon would be more the person we would go to to like shake someone down. Um, anyway, that was a massive tangent. So the Bachelorette. Let's meet her, guys. What's this up? year's Bachelorette is one Ms. Claire Crawley. And I'm trying to pull up some information. Um, now, Evan, you were the only one who, as we established last year, you were the only one who ever watched the show prior to us uh, beginning this venture into the void. Uh, did you watch the season in which Claire was a contestant? No, I did not. That, that was uh, Juan Pablo's season, yes. I believe. I've heard... Uh, things about it, I've heard that he's like a massive uh, a-hole, um, but a I didn't watch of that season. I think I'm that good. was like a season right before I started watching. Yeah, he definitely didn't look, uh, definitely didn't look like an upstanding gentleman, um, to put it mildly, in that, uh, that little clip we got, because I, I believe... That um, so something about Claire, Claire, uh, like many contestants of The Bachelorette, was a uh, participant on The Bachelor. And that would have been the 2014 season. And there's something. Let's see. I'm reading it right here. So Crawley first appeared as a contestant on Juan Pablo Galavis season of The Bachelor, where she made it to the final two, but was rejected in favor of fellow contestant Nikki Farrell. Uh, during her time on The Bachelor, she and Galavis went out at night to swim in the ocean together, which Galavis later called a mistake as he did not want to set a bad example for his daughter. Um, I don't, there's probably more there. Um, this is what you get, folks, when you listen to a podcast that's only been around for two seasons. Um, a podcast that's trying its best. <laughs> and not even doing that this week. I don't think we can get – I can't even in good faith say I'm trying my best this week. Um, so after Galavis rejected her, Crawley called him out for the inappropriate language he used regarding their time together, which was met with widespread praise by viewers. So I do believe this is what we saw in this week's episode of that uh, scene where um, 
basically when uh, like I think Galavis was gonna not choose Claire and Claire's like no I'm not choosing you because I deserve better than than this um which come on you don't turn it around on him like if he's not choosing you don't be like I didn't want you anyway no he seems like a jerk I'm kind of about it oh um, no no he's a, he does seem like a dick but like you didn't win so it's like don't turn it around Grant, you watched this literally an hour ago. What did you What did you observe? What do you remember about Claire's introduction? So, for starters, I do not use cable. Uh, I use Hulu. And last season of The Bachelor, when you guys started the podcast, uh, my Hulu gave ad on me because it figured out that I wasn't living at home anymore. Uh, but I've been making frequent trips back home to fool Hulu and therefore I can watch again. Now, so my only point of reference is I, I managed to watch the first, like, three episodes. That's kind of what I was getting at with the whole Hulu thing. So I did see a little bit of The Bachelor, and that was all I had as a point of reference for watching this. And I thought this was a lot, I guess, more palatable, at least for myself. And it probably has a lot to do with the fact that Claire's 39, at the time of this. And so she's not about like dumb games. I mean, everyone always says, Oh, I'm, I'm here to find true love. Like it's a reality TV show. Um, but she seems genuinely sick of being single at 39. And because of that, like most of the guys were older. I think the youngest was probably like 26. Yeah, I can pull it up and I keep going. I'll look through it and I'll give you a final answer by the time you're done. Yeah, and because of that, the introductions were a lot better, I thought. Like, when I watched The Bachelor introductions with Pilot Pete, like, some of these girls were just, like, literally throwing themselves at him. I think he straight up, like, played tonsil hockey with three of them as they're like, hello, nice to meet you. Let me jam my tongue in your throat. Uh, this was a lot more <laughs> professional. This is a family show. No, it's, it's not. It's definitely not. I've never claimed to be as such. I only don't swear because I have students who listen to this. I'll, I'll swear. For Hi, you, Drew, Drew. Students, Drew, if you want, don't acknowledge them. Go Gators. <laughs> Go Gator. Uh, Drew, in the future, if you want to swear, just like say everything up until the swear word, and I'll jump in with a little fuck or shit. And or <laughs> come on, continue it. Sp- sprinkle a little bit of. Bitch. Every, right time, on that. every time you swear, Drew, I'll insert the SpongeBob dolphin noise. <laughs> That's Drew Baker, he can do it all. He can do the sound effects too. But so, but yeah. Okay, so I'm looking. I'm looking at the ages. I think you you were right. The youngest on here, there are two 26 year olds. Unless I am missing someone. Yeah, I'm seeing Damar and Jordan who. Folks, I'm going to say right now, we are not going to go through all uh, 30, uh, however many of these dudes there are. We're going to talk about the ones that left impressions on us, certainly. And there were any 30 early dudes favorites. and six football players. Oh, God. that <laughs> And only one of them ever even made the active roster of a uh, even a arena or Canadian <laughs> football team. And uh, I did go through that with one of my other friends while we were watching the show. Um, not allowed to have other friends. I actually have to be better about watching the show with my other friends this year. I got uh, yelled at by um, 
I, it would take y'all zero guesses for who in my life was mad that I wasn't able to actually uh, watch The Bachelor and talk to her about it last season. But That would be Bonnie Greenspan. Hold on uh, a second, Drew. Are you telling us that you have other friends? I know. It's really weird. Um, it's it's certainly hard to make friends as an adult after college, uh, but I have managed to make a few of them. But the one who does get mad at me is one that I've known longer than all of y'all. Um, friends after college. I have my mom. I guess that works when you live at home. Hey, Who man. needs friends after college? I have Bonnie Greenspan. Hell Shout yeah. out Bonnie. We all Bonnie. love Bonnie Greenspan. Bonnie is all of our moms on the show. She is the official mom of the podcast. Other well, than about, our other, well, hold, yeah, Kelly exists. I was about to say other than our other mom who very much supports the podcast. Anyway, enough about the podcast. I'm sick and tired of talking about the podcast. Back to Claire. Grant, I think you kind of nailed it with. Claire is immediately more likable. Um, it is. It, it takes absolutely nothing to be more likable than Pete um, from our uh, one previous viewing experience of the show. Um, but I did Everybody like Claire. Hates you. That dude fucking it, sucked. Yeah, folks. Um, Corey brings up a good point. If you have any song suggestions for us this season that we can steal from YouTube, uh, please let us know. Sorry, borrow without any intention of uh, fair compensation or use. Um, Brandon, so, back us up on this. Uh, jumping into some things about the show, and it, like I've always already apologized in advance for the uh, frenetic uh, nature of this week's taping, but um, unique to this season is the um, y'all. I don't know if you've noticed, but we're living in some unprecedented times. Um, unheralded. unheralded. If I hear that phrase one more time, I'm just gonna end it all. It's, we, are, it's, we are living in unprecedented times. Now, buy a Toyota, Grant. We're, we are all in this together. You know, it's really tough that I don't know that I'll be able to celebrate uh, the Honda days uh, with my family this year if I'll be able to return home. Um, but, yeah, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, but the uh, the uh, the devil works hard and the Bachelor producers work harder because we still got a season. Um but uh, different than past years, this season's all going to be shot in one location. We will be at the uh, La Quinta Resort and Club in Palm Springs, California. Wait, so no spontaneous trips to Cleveland? So, uh, you got ahead of me, Corey. <laughs> Cleveland, we will, we will unfortunately not get to see the cast pretend to be excited about going to such scenic. They went to Cleveland last year, so I can only imagine they'd be going to, like, Detroit this year. Omaha, um, Nebraska, baby. <sighs> For game, Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Middletown, uh, Ohio, and just gonna <laughs> we're gonna play a game of uh, touch football in the middle of a broken glass factory uh, in <laughs> the the heart of Appalachia. Middletown's I not think, in the heart of Appalachia. Don't I at me, one Appalachian who listens to this. They should spin a Jeopardy style. No, not Jeopardy. Fuck. Come what's on. the it's the show before it? You got it. Uh. The wheel, wheel of before fortune. it, if you watch the, the other version of ABC. Uh, the one with the, the, one with the wheel and the one with the fortunes? <laughs> yeah, they should spin a Wheel of Fortune-style wheel with uh, all the different bowling greens on it and see which one they go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But they will not be leaving uh, California. I thought, so, to uh, demonstrate this, we got a uh, montage of Claire in quarantine. Um 
that I was uh, decisively ready to make fun of um, before. Uh, <laughs> the one part of it that was like endearing was Claire talking about like her mother's health. So I, her mother is an Alzheimer's patient, um, which there's absolutely nothing funny about that. Um, what was funny was that Claire was wearing the same outfit for what they tried to distribute or, dis- or demonstrate. Don't look at me, Corey. It's too late to be taping a podcast. Demonstrate. I'm I'm watching Louisiana high school football. Demonstrate the passage of time uh, for her being on a, essentially waiting her test results for (laughs) two weeks or the social isolation, whatever, uh, where she's like pacing around uh, the resort cabin, but just like try to do a time montage, except she's wearing the same outfit and all of them. But then uh, one Mr. Chris Harrison comes in, uh, knocks on her door, and announces her COVID results. So, um, Evan, I imagine you're probably the only person uh, other than me that regularly gets uh, COVID tested. Um, yeah. Has, uh, has anyone come and knocked on your office door or cubicle and said, Evan, I have news for you? And no. Read off. Not Chris. once. I w- want to <laughs> know where do we subscribe to these uh these candy gram Chris Harrison COVID updates. Yeah, I've been tested. Uh, I'm up to five times now. Good uh, Lord, I've only done it three times. Yeah, I'm pretty much weekly now with football. But um, basically, I honestly, I don't know if I'm positive or negative because they never responded to me. And so I just have you don't to get your results that, sent to you. A, I assume that a no response is a negative. <laughs> Otherwise... <laughs> I've been spreading COVID around. Uh, oh, man. But, we get ours, like, emailed to us, or we get, like, a direct link that goes to, like, our account, uh, and we see our results there. We, so had, always- we had one that I did through, like, the actual university, and they uh, delivered my news through email. But yeah. the ones we do in athletics, they, uh, they only let you know if you're positive. I mean so- – with it being SEC football, their testing is probably just sticking the nose swabs in a thermos and being like, oh, the the test results were inconclusive. Unless yeah. you play for the University of Florida. <laughs> or Vandy for some oh. reason. Not a, you know, I don't want to talk about Florida football. I don't want to get sad on this pod. Go Gators. There's enough bad <laughs> things. Um, so that was Claire. Yeah, Claire did her quarantine. Chris Harrison announcing her results. And did then we got a uh, month. Did, yeah, they go say for that, it. did they say that she brought her dogs with her? She did bring her yep. dogs with her. I like that. Good for yeah. you, Claire. Her dogs are very cute. Don't um, put them in a kennel. Bring them to wherever the hell you are. No, I think one of them's like a one of them's like a lab mix and one of them was like another kind of like I don't know if it was like a palm mix or something. Some sort of rat dog. But yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the it looks more like a golden to me, I don't know. Honey? Honey. Honey is the the larger of the two. Again, I will take your word for it. You, you uh, I was <laughs> kind of very checked out watching this on uh, Monday night, but I will Google uh, Claire Tuesday. Crawley's dog Tuesday. Uh, yeah, you Tuesday. Have- it's on Tuesdays this week. That's another part that makes our production schedule bad. Is that uh, it's on Tuesdays instead of Mondays, and Tuesdays used to be like good nights for me to record. Really, I am looking uh, at her. Her, her dog. Watch this over football. I had very, I had neither either vested interest 
nor fantasy interest in watching uh, the Titans versus Bills game because I knew Grant was going to beat me in fantasy. And because Devontae Adams had uh, – or not Devontae Adams. the Sorry, the Packers medical staff had screwed me over the week prior. I took no chances and left uh, Derrick Henry on my bench. Um, I just I just liked watching it to watch Josh Allen be bad at football. So I took back to back L's on that uh on fantasy this week. But yeah, Claire has a beautiful golden mix and yeah, some kind of rat dog. Looks <laughs> like a little Bichon. Oh, um, those are the worst. Uh all right guys, you ready to get into the dudes? The dudes. Want to talk right. about Oh wait, dudes? wait, wait. Praise I got their profiles pulled up. So like, uh, I, I believe I said this in the taping time and you know, shout out to everyone who still experiences time in a linear format. And yes, I do did steal that from Twitter. Um, so I can't remember what I said in our pre-show versus what I said 20 minutes ago. Um, but we're going to talk about the dudes in a non-linear format where we're just going to talk about the ones that left any kind of impression at all on us and not necessarily talk about them in the sequential order in which they were introduced or experienced on the show. Um, so I think, and I have to wait for Grant to get back, because Grant shows the middle of the taping to uh, get up and leave. That's uh, fine. Who cares? Grant's new. He doesn't know that we take a halftime break to re- read an ad. Um, but I don't think we have one this week. Cause, um, yeah, we do. We'll figure do it we? out. We'll figure it out. Um, It'll just be Evan telling him when to follow us on Twitter <laughs> yeah, we'll just steal one from last year. Uh, let's see. Pulling up the thing right now. Uh, I got, man. I, I got the list of guys right in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The, the one that stood out first was Bennett. Corey, yes. you want to, like. Yes. This, Corey, I just want you to know you're going to take two straight seasons where you immediately tie your ship to what is potentially one of the worst contestants on the show. Are you talking about Victoria F? I am talking about Victoria F. <laughs> Well, Although, at least Bennett did us the decency of announcing to us why he's terrible early in the season rather than uh, Reddit and Twitter letting us know several weeks into the taping. Listen, man, the James Bond shit was funny to me, and it was very clearly ironic. Like, he wasn't, like, come on. You don't wear a scarf in a suit with if you're in drinking martinis if you're not being ironic. And I thought that was funny, and he was kind of playing into it. So... so Bennett is a 36-year-old wealth management consultant from that New York City. He's a fuck boy. It, yeah, professionally. Like, I think that's how you get that job. Um, let's see. Uh, so reading, reading his biography, according to Bennett, he hasn't always been this successful and good-looking. Bennett grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, another reason they hate him, and attended wow. Harvard, uh, where he says he finally grew into himself. Oh, my God. Anyone he was very who, quick to say he went to Harvard, too. Literally that was, wasted, like, the first thing out of his mouth. Like, it is a meme to, like, tell people that you went to Harvard. He wasted no time. So, I I went to Harvard. I'd be so pretty sure he said that before he said his name. <laughs> it's, uh, it's... My name's Harvard. I went to Bennett. <laughs> He's, uh, let's see, Bennett hates golf, which seems impossible based on what no he way. looks like and what he does for a living. Um, I love this guy grew up in Georgia and said he doesn't like humidity. 
I know. Like we're reading the same profile, right? These are all. I mean, like, does anyone no, like humidity? There's no green flag in his entire profile. Like I don't know. It, it's humidity at any level. So even if it's zero percent humidity, it's a deal breaker. <laughs> and he says, according to Bennett, his high school girlfriend is the only girl he's ever had to work for. I don't know that that's true because uh, Bennett definitely seems like someone who was the subject of multiple Title IX investigations while they were in undergrad. Um, he just, can't just, you can't just lob accusations like that. No, I said looks like. Um, like, Come on, man. Bennett just looks like if a sailboat were a person. Um, someone else give me a funny thing to say. It's, I don't know. That was pretty solid. I don't think I could top that. This guy like, sucks. His entire Wait, job, though, like, correct me if I'm wrong, is is his job not just literally taking money from the poor yeah, and no, giving he, it to the rich? He's he's a hedge fund manager. Like, he's a wealth management consultant. So, yeah, like, I think middle I income I feel people like he pay can... this guy so that they can feel like they're richer than they are. Drew, you make a decision right now. Bennett from The Bachelorette or Stetson Bennett. You can only have one. Oh my god, give me, no, give me Stetson Bennett. Like, I just, anybody who's a four-string Juco transfer, uh, that like almost certainly transferred away from Georgia because they partied a little too hard, um, is more okay in my book than this human boat shoe. You heard it here first. Drew is a simp for the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh god, it makes me so mad how good they are. I hate um, to see it. Can we talk they're, about they're anyone just the Packers in red. other than Bennett? Yes, let's talk, talk about, about, let's talk about easy. Let's please easy. let's talk about easy. Easy is awesome. Easy's the man. So easy yeah. is a sports marketing agent from Newport, California. He uh, was a uh, he played in the NFL. He says he played in the NFL. I definitely looked this up. He practice was squad. he was practice squad only. Um, as I so position. as I so eloquently put it. Um, oh God, I can't remember. I think he was a wide receiver. Let me uh, double check. He looks like a receiver, a DB. Um, he, uh, as I so eloquently put it to uh, one of my other friends, um, people who actually made NFL teams don't need to go on The Bachelorette because uh, they um, have Instagram models all up in their DMs. Um, Shout out to, to uh, Aaron Rodgers' brother. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan is, yeah, so uh, Easy was a wide receiver, and he played at A&M. Um, oh. oh. So he was at A&M <laughs> from 2009 to 2013. Or 20, yeah. He played with Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Manziel. Yeah. Yeah, he was a uh, Big 12 all-freshman uh, in 2009, and then <laughs> and apparently like did nothing uh, with the rest of his career. Uh, you know, he still seems to be better off than Manziel right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, God, is oh, Manziel gonna is Manziel gonna be on The Bachelorette in a few I years? Hope so That'd be that awesome. would be the best thing to ever happen to this show. Let's see. Uh, his college career, uh, he had 152 catches for 2,200 yards and 19 touchdowns. Not bad. Um, but I 19. feel like, that's I mean, good. based on his career trajectory, it seems like most of those came in his freshman year. Which is a weird trajectory to have for an SEC player. Anyway, uh, that would be Big Twelve at the beginning of his career. Yeah, he was on the watch list for the Bolitnikov in 2010, and apparently just fell off a cliff. Interesting. When right. did A&M? When did A&M join the SEC? 
2011, I think. So yeah, the once he started playing SEC defenses, just uh, everything good went point. to shit. I forget that A and M has not been in the SEC as long as I think they have. Um, I think Johnny Manziel's Heisman year was their first year, so true. Johnny would just run the ball instead of passing. All right, let's uh, let's see. If anyway, we can back to his profile. Yeah, let's see if we can find some other fun facts. Um, Easy has seen every episode of Grey's Anatomy. Saw that. Uh, wow. Easy's dream is to own the New York Yankees. Corey, how do you feel about that? About after your recent uh, postseason stint? Yeah, you can fire Boone all you want, but you ain't taken away from the Steinbrenners. Buy the Jets <laughs> instead. Yeah. Um, let's see. Nobody hypes Easy up better than himself, That's and I, be- move. I'm I believe. I believe that. I believe, I believe that. that after one episode of Easy, Easy seems like the ultimate uh, love yourself, know your worth kind of dude. So can I can I just go ahead and, and spoil what happens to him at the end in terms of no. does he make it on or does he not? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Because obviously we're spending a decent amount of time talking about him, so he does get a rose at the end. But he's my favorite like response to getting a rose because claire's like easy will you accept this rose he just goes hell yeah <laughs> easy was, easy might be my favorite guy in the show so far i i definitely i really like easy i mean there are other dudes who just seem like cool nice dudes definitely like people you root for on the show i think easy is probably the guy i like the most um as do i i hope he I hope he's not terrible. I, I, <laughs> I hope there's uh, nothing about him. Um, you know who else I liked, Drew? Who? I liked Garen. You liked Garen? Yes. I don't really oh, remember. Yeah. Tell me he, why you like Garen. Garen had a lot of uh, with the little one-on-ones with the cameras, and he was, like, you know, really honest and true. But, like, he's a journalism professor. I think that's really cool. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember. He's him, a Florida He's a Florida boy, but it doesn't. North, he's North Hollywood because he's a professor at USC. Um, Which one? Where he's from in Florida? Uh, the one that's North, North Hollywood, Hollywood, California. <laughs> Don't bring your oh. SEC bias into this podcast. I thought you meant North of Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> I guess that would also still not make sense for it to be the University of South Carolina. I don't know if you go, if you go north enough from Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if you keep on going across several state lines. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Spends his free time planning and hosting a local concert series and loves to get the party started. That's that fucking. Don't sick, think he can dude. do that. Do you anymore. imagine partying at a concert with your professor? This guy's the man. I mean, he definitely—he's 34 is young for a professor. I feel like there's no way this dude is like USC is a private school, so yeah, this dude can do whatever they want. Like give Garen, Bachelorette. I'm gonna see if I can find uh, more information about him. I want to find out if he's like. This is me, total higher ed nerd. I'm trying to see if he's like, yeah, he's an adjunct. He's not tenure track oh, or anything. Awkward. I don't mean to like hold that against him. I'm just like 34. There's no way you're like tenure don't track. Tell, don't tell Claire. She's like, wait, you're just adjunct. Get the fuck out of here. Stomped on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So which uh which uh freshman English seminar do you teach? Ooh. Um. Yeah. I I really don't remember him. I like his profile now that I know he's from Florida. Did he make it into the next round? At this point, yes. everything's just going to be a blur. There's only one real, two, I guess, two things of note to like actually talk about. Yeah, we don't have to do that. Um, 
Can we talk about Kenny? Can we talk about the boy man manager who has a visible chest tattoo <laughs> in his uh, profile? Yes. Um, let's, oh, Kenny. Yeah, Dude, I was like, when they showed his job title, I was like, are they just pulling, like, superlatives out of a hat? He made it, right? <laughs> he made it through? Yeah, I, I think, think he so. did. He had a yeah. confessional near the end. He was, like, okay. talking, like, oh, was this worth it? Like, I didn't get what? to talk to her. the fuck? Of course, this dude has a visible chest tattoo in his profile photo and a shirt that is buttoned at, I believe, like, the fourth or fifth button. I just there opened was, this There was multiple through. guys that had their shirts, like, almost off. Though, correct me if I'm wrong, Evan, you'd be the, the expert on this. They're getting just hammered the entire time, right? Uh, they're drinking. I mean, who's to say how drunk they actually get and there how one long dude the night I th- lasts? I think it was slurring his words in his confessional, and another dude had his shirt, like, unbuttoned down to his belly button. You know, to so, each their own. Uh, I'm out on Kenny, by the way. I think we're all out on Kenny. I only brought him up to literally the, make fun uh, of him. His profile says Kenny hates cheese. The fuck? <laughs> absurd for anyone if uh, they don't, how do you if, hate cheese unless it's like kenny has a dairy allergy so he hates cheese but no it just says he hates cheese which is oh you know who else hates cheese spencer hall hates cheese no why did you say that why would you try to ruin spencer hall yeah. i'm not i love spencer hall but he doesn't like cheese this joke exists for us and only us because I guarantee the uh, the Venn diagram of people who listen to our show and the people who listen to uh, Shut Down Fullcast is entirely the four Bobby people Spencer on, Hall on Twitter. It's a perfect circle, Drew. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what um, you're talking about. Kenny wants to own his own dive bar on the beach one day, and that is the most on-brand and honest thing about anyone in any of these profiles. The I respect Chicago. that. He should go to Daytona. <laughs> Kenny looks like every bar manager I have ever met in Panama City. I was uh, I was confusing him with the other tattooed guy. Uh, the guy who got went oh, the home. chef. Yeah, Dude, I, I like that guy. Uh, <laughs> Let's see, chef. I'm looking for someone who says. May I just say chef. about Kenny? I'm I'm in on Kenny. Two reasons. No. One, he's from Chicago, and two, he kind of looks like a young Frank Grillo. Who? I don't know if you know. He's the guy. He's in Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier. He's an actor. Oh, is it the the evil guy in the hotel? In the in the what's it called? In the the elevator where he's like Rock Rumlow. Want me to yeah, like get out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's part of that. Um, Kenny kind of looks like a younger version of him, so I'm so in on that. The so, uh, the chefs. The chef's name is Paige, and uh, yeah. fun facts about Paige: when you click his profile, it <laughs> redirects. Oh, it finally got it to work for like. I didn't get it to work. I was about to say the same thing. I made six attempts, and it kept going to like the videos page. Oh, that's of a the Bachelorette. Mine said, "Uh, you have lo- you're lost on our website," and it was a, the cast of the show Lost. Yeah. So so Paige. <laughs> Uh, also, visible chest tattoo and wearing a Henley shirt that is completely unbuttoned. Don he has um, no yeah, his tattoo, it was like a rose, was it not? This is hard. It looks like some kind of flower peeking out. Yeah, of you the, can really tell. Peeking but... out of that deep V. Um, so, Paige is a chef from Austin, Texas. Uh, first thing in his uh, fun facts okay. is Paige cannot relate to people who love football. <laughs> Weird thing to admit oh, when you live in uh, one of the uh, <laughs> That's most a major red flag. Yeah. Um, I just, 
to be it's a fair, shame Austin, that... Texas doesn't have a good football team. That's true. I mean, when you live in Austin, can't really claim to have anyone. Um, I know this, this is an audio medium, yeah. but we're all doing uh, horns down. Folks, podcasting <laughs> is a visual medium, and we are all horns downing uh, during this part. But um, that's a uh, yeah. It's a it's kind. Of, now that I know this about him, it's kind of a shame that. Um, he uh, he got sent home before. Yeah, we I want to see him. a beef with the football players. I wanted to see him in a room with the five other dudes who all played college or semi-pro football, um, and just like them just chatting it up, and Paige just like smiling and nodding the entire time. Uh, other fun fact: Paige loves to hang out with his buddies and debate social and political issues. And I'm just gonna say, with the haircut he has, probably some suspect political views. Um, What's so, that being true? Uh, I was just going to say, a lot of dudes uh, marching on Charlottesville with that exact same haircut. Moving on. He's a very um, fine chef. <laughs> there's very good very good chefs on both sides. He's great. A, <laughs> speaking of very good, it's very good that no one listens to our show. Um, Except for your, your students. Corey, do you want to talk about some of our Canadians? That's usually your job. Uh, we want Canadian. What, what the hell? First off, you can't just walk onto Evan's brand like that. No, sorry. I know Evan is the Canadian. You are the one who you were the McKenna Stan last year, and oh, one okay. of the things you distinctly like liked about her was that she was Canadian. Because I like Labatt Blue and Letterman. Yeah, that doesn't I make guess. me Canadian. Were there any um, Canadians that stood out yeah. other than Blake? Blake. Oh, okay. Was there no. another Canadian? <laughs> there was There's another one. I forgot uh, who. Uh, uh, Mike. Was. Mike was from Calgary. Who the hell's Mike? He's a yeah, 38-year-old digital media advisor. Mike yeah. looks like a hockey player, kind of. I mean, he's much, much, much more petite than one, but he's kind of got the I'm flow saying, in here. If he's, if he's from Calgary, how do we know he's not Mike Giordano? Um, I don't know. Please stop, Corey. We're all begging you. He's one of the best <laughs> fucking hockey players. In not, that is a joke for Evan only, and oh. Evan didn't even react. Um, but oh, he is soaking. Real? It oh. is. It is in his bio that he is a huge Calgary Flames fan. So um, the Flames have one of the coolest logos in sports. That's all I'm saying. Great. It's a flame. So Spoiler. It's uh, <laughs> it's just we talking about Blake? fire. That's cool. Yeah. Blake. And let's talk about Blake. Is that the guy with the glasses? No, Blake no. is the wildlife manager from Ontario. He oh, had like uh, he had a good. Good conversation with Claire, and he thought he was going to get the uh, first impression. Is that rose. the one? Who's, is that the one that uh, that he called her or something? Yeah, yes. he broke the rules. Yes. So. Yep, that's right. So yeah, this, he broke this was, the rules. So this was like one of the three things from the show that was actually noteworthy. Uh, that uh, Claire revealed that he broke the rules to reach out to her uh, during the pre-production, which. Um, I've uh, I since learned online that the rules uh, basically mean nothing, um, and no one enforces anything on the show. And the, I guess every season ever since, um, I, I guess a few years ago has just been the uh, the host or not the host, the um, the bachelor, the bachelorette, realizing that the rules don't matter and they can do whatever the hell they want. Welcome uh, to Who's Lines Anyway, where the rules don't matter and the points are made up. Yeah, but uh, Blake seems goofy. So yeah, I like, I like him. I want give me all the goofballs on my team this year. I like that he's a wildlife manager, Drew. Yeah, he uh, he loves uh, the Ninja Turtles uh, as much as the Ninja Turtles love pizza, which I believe is a lot. That's a lot, dude. Michelangelo's isn't Michelangelo the only one that loves pizza? 
Do they all love pizza? Calabon. To be honest, I've never seen like anything from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So. Evan, 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 I'm glad you said that. Four I turtles have right only now. seen one episode. <laughs> well, they're all named after artists, right? Isn't there yeah, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and the cool one? Come on, come on, one more, baby, one more. I I don't know. Drew, I'm blank. Drew, Drew, he's pick up. He, he didn't say Raphael, right? Raphael, right. that's yeah. right. I was How half I him. Um, Blake, uh, Blake volunteers with a different endangered species every year. That's neat. Don't have anything to editorialize there. I don't know how many endangered species there are in Canada, but I imagine there's quite a few. Enough. Yeah, he he uh, looks Jess fans. Yeah, he looks like a non-traditional Disney prince, kind of, which I guess applies to just about all these dudes, but, yeah. My favorite uh, Disney prince is Luigi from Ratatouille. <laughs> and Linguini, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Linguini. I'm shaking my hands like it's Italian and it's a French. <laughs> They're all French in that movie. Anyway, moving on. Um, The best Disney movie, don't at me. Can we Let's, talk about uh, can we talk about the one guy that I I liked his entrance a lot and you could probably guess who it is. Was it the guy in the bubble? No, it's the uh, guy No, in the, was it was it Jason, the, the guy who was pregnant? No, oh my god, you guys couldn't guess which intro I liked the best? No. It's the station wagon. Uh, oh, that guy sucks. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I got yeah, bad he, news for you, Greg. I, I know, I know. I was like, fuck yeah, station wagon. He's like I'm from West Virginia. I like Clark Griswold. And I'm like, this guy, he seems like a good guy. And he's like, I'm going to go start a high school style drama thing. And I'm like, fuck. We don't have to talk about that yet, do we? Yeah, we'll come back to that. But yeah, I we like do this. have to come back to that one. It's like Wait, the that... only thing of substance that happened in this. I'm Literally, the, the Tyler C. versus Yosef. Uh, Yosef? Uh, we'll get back to this later. Joseph has dead eyes. <laughs> yeah, he does. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. It's, uh, I you think the one? only other person that, like, of any note to me, you mentioned Stray Jacket Dude. I mentioned... Uh, what, about, uh, what about Origami Joe? I don't remember Stray Jacket uh, Guy's name. Origami Joe is cool. Uh, who is the dude I just thought that Grant would like? Oh, the other football player who pretended to be pregnant. Um, oh yeah, that was like kind of Jason. Funny, was it Jason? That was Jason. Um, another dude who never played for an actual team. Um, the guy who did actually uh, appear on a roster in an arena football uh, league uh, was Dale, a uh, former pro football wide receiver from Brandon San Diego. Let's and pull Dale's profile up. Did you just say San Diego? <laughs> oh my South God, South Dakota! Dakota. <laughs> Holy cow! It's SD. We haven't been taping as long as I thought we would, and this is probably Dale, only an hour. Really an Dale's hour favorite game is Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Praise so, Dale, praise Dale, boys. As, as I have been taught to look through in these bios, if there was ever clear who someone was going to pick from their bio alone, um, this was definitely it, and it manifested in the show because – uh, Dale was the one that the uh, show literally had to stop for because Claire was uh, blacking smitten. out. Yeah, absolutely smitten, um, which it was adorable. We love it. And um, I'm not afraid he, to say it. Dale, he could Dale, never. Is, Dale is very handsome. Dale's hot. I know. Fuck Dale. 
you know, some people are, some people are afraid to say these things, but um, no, Dale, Dale's a pretty cute guy. Um, uh, cute's not the word I would use. Dale's a pretty handsome guy. I would say he's hot. He's hot. Yeah, he's sexy. He's, he's hot. Oh no, and he's handsome. hot. Oh, oh no, he's, he's hot. hot. He's all of the above. Let's see. Dale's favorite indulgence is a good martini and a perfectly cooked steak. Sounds like him and Bennett would get along. More of an old-fashioned guy myself, but uh, respect a man yeah, who uh, knows, knows, guy. knows his drink of choice. Hey, Dale's Jay, watching. Question. He's watching his calories with the martini. For yeah, sure. this is a dude that definitely drinks vodka limes. What yeah, color? Grant. What color is the proper old-fashioned? It's uh, it's definitely not see-through orange red uh, as that most. Sure you sure it's not watered down grapefruit color? <laughs> God, that was awful. The the Snapchat that John sent us of him at a Florida beach bar, and it was like he was drinking sangria. Um, sangria when, that had been cut with water. This says that when asked what his greatest achievement is to date, Dale says, I'm living it. Which is so, oh, God, I can't Being even. on The Bachelorette. I can't even pretend to put myself on that level of, like, mental positivity and that dude just, like, full-on send it. Yeah, we get um, it. You're depressed. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Um, World Mental Health Day was this past weekend. Get yourself screened. Uh, let's talk about uh, that his favorite game is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Let's go. That's a Solid great game. game. Has a single person in this call played Hungry Hungry Hippos since I have. a child? Since uh, I was a child? Uh, yes. I've never really grew up, so fuck it. I think there yes. was a Hungry Hungry Hippos in my local arcade growing up. Oh, uh, you're talking about, like, the full-size ones? Yeah. Yeah, I think we had a family fun center in my hometown that actually had one, now that you mention it. so maybe. But I was still would have been, like, 10 or 12 years old. I just think that's a weird game to be your favorite as a old adult that doesn't no, have any kids. it's a good game. It's fun. Do we know? I'm not it's saying like, it's a bad what, game. I just what I like want to sh- know is like, what is he just talking like, uh, like table games or I mean, is it every game? Game is Hungry Hungry Hippos. So. Every game. Hungry yes. Hungry Hippos is the original. Is he played football mashing. professionally. <laughs> I, I Evan, I see what you're trying to do. I'm assuming he meant like. You know, board, board game, like table board games, games, table games. I respect yeah. that choice. That's right. a I'm good more choice. of a life guy myself. So, uh, but it's not a game; it's a sport. Life's a fun one. Uh, I, I respect hungry, hungry hippos. I feel like the only, it's the only, so. the only table game I've played like in recent memory was Secret Hitler. Um, and I can understand why no one would ever, like, in a dating profile, say that that's their favorite game. Have y'all played Secret Hitler? I've never heard I've of it. I've never even heard of it. <laughs> oh, man, it's so much fun. Um, so it's this hope- game where Drew and his friends just draw on Hitler stashes. Yeah, we... Uh, Suddenly, we get- I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> this became a hostile podcast for Corey. No, it's a... Uh, I won't explain it too much. It's basically like one of those like werewolves like or mafia like games where um someone uh, someone on the team's Hitler and then like another person's like a fascist and like the point and then everyone else is a liberal and the point is to enact more liberal policies than fascist policies 
Um, so that Sounds like, like the U.S. Congress, am I right, Drew? Am I right, guys? It's a, I mean, it's a very political game, so no way around it. But um, it's fun. You get you you learn it after like two rounds, and then you everyone just gets tanked, and you just start screaming at each other and accusing your friends of literally being Hitler. Uh, um, Grant, you wanna you wanna play? Sounds like trap? Thanksgiving with my family. Mousetrap. <laughs> Let's go play Mousetrap. You move your you roll the dice. You move your mice. Nobody gets hurt. I think my mom Easy. bought me and my brother Mousetrap when we were probably like nine and seven, respectively, eight and six, around that age. And I think all the pieces immediately got lost and eaten by our dog. And I believe our dog was pooping like uh, little Mousetrap pieces for like a week after. And my mom, was, this, my mom made this decision that we had, gonna... But always wanted. It looked fun. Was it fun? Did you did you even get to play it? I, I literally just got describing a story in which all the pieces were eaten immediately upon purchase of the game. So no, Grant, I never really got to enjoy the <laughs> you game. Rub that in a little bit. Yeah, Word. you know what? You know what? I'm an adult. I have a I have a job. I have a four hundred one k. I think I'm gonna buy mousetrap. Wow, first Grant rubs in that he had fun playing wow. this game as a child, and then he brings a freaking retirement fund into this. Flex Grant, alert. You take him out. Went from hungry, hungry hippos to 401k in less than three minutes, and that's the DMPN difference. That's why I'm going to take over as executive producer. No, you're not going to buy you guys out. Back to Dale, though. They're kind of playing it up like he is uh, the star of the show. Besides Claire, he is. um, I'm going to Hannah Ann. I'm going to make a hypothetical, and we will only talk about it as much as, like, the baseline of everyone is here. But is everyone aware of why this season is going to be different? Yes. Yes. I don't the think pandemic. Grant is. We're in no. A no. Other than that. Okay. For Grant's sake, we're not going to talk about it. Then. Oh, no, I, come I, on. I think Dude, we should. We are, we're all in the same text group. You know I read those. <laughs> Okay, well, but we didn't talk about it Grant, Grant, do you know what the big twist is this season? Yes. What? Do you actually? Yes, I do. Go for what it. is it? Am I allowed to? Am I spoiling yeah. it? Am I saying well, it? You're the only one who's not certain that we're not certain yes. no. So if well, you say not it, certain, it's wrong. I'm not certain that our beautiful listeners at home know. Say oh, what you I think, think it they is. know. It's, pub- it's been announced, so that's why I like yeah. if we, we if stop we're beating all- around the bush. Grant, okay, what do you Claire's think not going to be the Bachelorette because she bails Great. after, like, an episode. Yes. Oh, no. Claire, Claire picks Dale after two episodes, and, like, yeah. that is already out there. Like, Chris has announced it. Chris's fiance has announced it to, like, entertainment. Um, so, and then Tasha. Yeah, so we're getting – is the new. So I I know nothing about Tasha. Um, Evan, I don't know if you do. I do, yeah. She was yeah. on Colton season. So that would have been three years ago. Uh, two years ago. Two years the ago? whatever the the bachelor before Pete. So it went okay, like so Pete, yeah, two years Anna ago. B, and then Colton. So yeah, the reason I kind of have been or just kind of riffing on this one is because it doesn't seem like this season of the Bachelor is actually going to begin until not even next week, but possibly the week after next. Um, Bachelorette. Which I think is going to be fascinating. <laughs> Sorry, The Bachelorette. Thank you, Grant. Um, it's going to be fascinating because the guys aren't changing. So the guys that Claire sends home this week and next week, <laughs> the group of guys that a whole other contestant, Tasha, 
has to inherit. And I'm really excited to see the dudes walk or do their mental first back into the villa. I'm back, baby. The dude. No, I'm excited for the dudes who are still on to do their mental gymnastics after psyching themselves up for Claire the entire run up to the show. To now, it's like, oh, now we got a new bachelorette, and now I got to say, this woman is the woman of my dreams, and this woman is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Apply to the show based on who the bachelor bachelorette is, right? I don't believe that's true. If you apply for the show, you don't necessarily know what season you're going. Because, like, what if you just don't find the bachelor bachelorette attractive i, I mean know. i guess you would be able to say that like or i mean you could opt out at any time yeah you can like, deny to go it's like these are the same guys this new girl comes in what if like half of them are like uh no they can i mean they can leave there was that one clip there where it's like what if 15 guys just walked out yeah like, probably not gonna happen but no. i don't know i guess it could I, gonna, I I want to see someone that I don't know, I feel like uh, and again I'm not very experienced with these shows but I feel like the people that get kicked off on the first ever episode it's because they're not leaving not even a good or bad impression well sometimes because they leave a bad impression mostly just because they're not rememberable and so I have a feeling that the same people that Claire just sent home immediately are probably going to get sent home immediately by Tasha, and it's going to be brutal. And I, I'm sure there's a considerable amount of truth to that, because I think from what I've heard and read, there's usually like, you know, maybe like seven or eight people right away where the, the bachelor or the bachelorette were like, these are the people I'm really interested in over the course of the season. And then just about everyone else is a producer pick and like, who's going to be the most entertaining to keep on. Hell yes. Yeah, Potentially the longest amount of time. Um, Evan, you, Evan, I see you nodding. That's more or less the case. I think, yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. Um, so, obviously, the show wants the entertainment value. Uh, so they're going to try and keep around the people that, you know, will get them the views. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I think that's the case where, you know, Tasha comes on, and I think even if, like, you know, Claire, obviously, Claire picks, spoiler, Claire picks Dale. Um, you can read it online. It's not even like a spoiler tagged thing anymore. Um, but, uh, I, I think they still have guys on, like, guys like Easy, um, guys like Blake, guys that just seem like generally good, fun dudes. Um, I, I think those people are still gonna be, you know, they're not going to get any less solid uh, just because the Bachelorette contestant changes. Or at least I'd hope so. Hopefully they don't all become complete jerkbags just because the woman changed. Um, guys, I really think that only leaves the Tyler C. Yosef drama to talk about uh, for this episode. Good. Let's do it. No. Who do you want? Let's get into you, it. Yeah. Anyone want to give us a rundown or you all want me to do it? I can, uh, I can give a little summary. Evan, do it. Take it away, man. Um, so basically, Tyler C knows of Yosef through uh supposedly mutual friends. And apparently Yosef was sliding into those girls' DMs. Uh I guess what he said was like, Good morning, hey beautiful, like stuff that it seems like a bot would say. <laughs> um, a little weird. I don't, you know, it's, 
It was a little hearsay because Yosef denied it. Um, but basically what happened was Tyler C. confronted Yosef about it. And Yosef said that, like, he wasn't doing that. He was there for Claire. And then Yosef went to Claire and said, Tyler C. is talking about me. Claire brought Tyler C. over, had a conversation with both of them. Um, there was no definitive answer, I don't think, about Yosef DMing girls. Um, but he did say that he does not have a girlfriend. Uh, was- and that feel like kind of was it and then at the end of the show tyler c went home and yosef got a rose um you know what they say evan it goes down in the dms it does go down in the dms it was the most dramatic and obvious non-answer answer i think i have ever seen like in awe of the in awe of the size and audacity of what a non-answer it was when Claire asked him like did you DM other women and his response was I don't have a girlfriend and then Claire was like is there anyone who would call is there anyone who would get mad if they heard you say that yeah well was she asked because uh, Tyler made the claim, and then she was like, is this true? Did you do that? And he's like, "Would you, if you look at me as a man and, and look at the person I am, what do you think I'd do for a living? Or like some real fucking roundabout. I'm like, that's a yes. Anything besides a hard no is a yes in that situation. And like, I guess in light of it, I'm not like, I guess it's kind of weird to see the person who was trying to be the white knight go home versus the dude who was so clearly obviously trying to avoid giving a straight answer but like looking at Tyler C's bio like it, he's certainly a good looking dude but his is one of the most unexciting bios that I have in here like it just says Tyler C all caps hates snakes don't we all I okay. also yeah. hate snakes Tyler could eat Thanksgiving Thanks dinner all year round couldn't we all Tyler, uh, I don't care for Thanksgiving dinner. Just Tyler wrong. C. I want that on a, record. Tyler C. is a Matthew McConaughey stand. You know, so is Evan. They did. That's only the tenth Yosef, most exciting thing about him. Yosef did call him Mini McConaughey. I think that was kind of a yeah. cool nickname to have. All right, all right, all right. Um, Yosef. Okay, I cannot stress this enough. I know I mentioned it earlier, but Yosef has dead eyes. You look into his eyes, and he just looks. possessed he looks like 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 when she asked it like i know again this is a fucking audio medium so it's talking like when she asked him like those questions like did you do that you know do you have a girlfriend he just kind of like stared with this with this blank like processing like loading screen type stare it was like i don't know probably not (laughs) Corey, can you prepare can you be prepared to beep a name uh, Yosef definitely looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I just I need you to beep the name I just said, or just uh, like I need maybe, you to maybe beep the ethnicity me. too, so it doesn't I, come off as racist. <laughs> I need you to uh <laughs> to to text me the uh, the time to, it, to yeah. I'll put, I'll put it in the chat. No. No, I need you to text me individually because I will forget. Do okay. it tomorrow at like 10 a.m., 59 minutes. Okay. 
Uh, I'm literally putting in a note <laughs> in my phone. Fucking hilarious. Uh, okay, but uh, I not uh, only does he look like him, but also had like kind of similar like talking mannerisms the entire time, and I could not get over it. I need to uh, I need to point out something, Drew. Yeah. Do you know what his job is? He's a medical device salesman, from what you I'm reading. Working medical sales from our last season. Oh shoot! It was a uh, Victoria yep. P, right? Yeah. Victoria F. Victoria F. F did? No, oh, no, yeah. no way! Victoria F did to med device sales. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Victoria P. Are we sure? Oh, Victoria yeah. F. Med sales. Oh. Dude, so maybe working for the record, med sales for a bad person. Yeah, for why anyone, does that yeah, field for... attract such terrible people? I I recently you met make a lot someone. of money. I recently, yeah, I recently met someone who was describing to me, I think it was, I can't remember, it was either them or their father was in med sales. I was like, yeah, so here's the deal. When someone gets cancer, instead of telling the patient, they tell me, and then I go sell the doctor the medicine. And I'm like, you realize that makes you a real huge piece of shit, right? Like, you're capitalizing on someone else's pain and suffering, and then making their suffering worse by upcharging them for a drug. And they're like, yeah, dude, but, yeah, they give but, all, I like, a, but I drive they, a Tesla to all my sales calls. And they <laughs> give all those cool pins to the doctors and those prescription pads. Also, the United States is the only country on the face of the earth where you turn on the TV and you see fucking advertisements for medicine. But how would I know which brand of antidepressant is going to make me feel better if I didn't have a sad little rain cloud bouncing around? While some dude reads off a like laundry list <laughs> of possible side effects, dude, the upbeat song with the may cause blindness and numbing in the toes or whatever is just hilarious to me. Oh, our medical system is uh beyond screwed. Whatever. There's, All right, Joseph sucks, and I'm I'm unhappy that he moved on, but I'm guessing he's going to be a seasoned villain. Um. <laughs> Just, again, to make it very clear, I want to make this clear for everyone. Medical anything sales means that your job is to draw profit out of someone else's physical ailments. <laughs> Sit on that for a fucking minute. <laughs> we got uh, Grant. Chris West. Chris yeah. West Grant, let them eat cake pit up here. I just hate the fact that this guy got a fucking rose. <laughs> Like, come on. Uh, I just, he looks disgust. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, boys, I think we're approaching an hour. Was there anything else? Or maybe we've passed it a little bit already. Uh, anything oh, else of note this yes. week? Yeah, yes. Grant. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, and especially because the fucking pictures aren't loading on this page I have with all the people. But the poor bastard that was so nervous that he basically, Aww. like, clawed Claire's hands. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who was that? I can't remember. Don't but remember I, his name. The dude was, like... It, I think when they, inter- when they did the confessional with him, he's like, yeah, man, I was so nervous. Those were, like, the that was the first time I've, like, held a girl's hands in, like, months, if not years. And she was just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's leaving us, like bruises on my hands oh yes i remember him he thought yeah, it there was well def- too 
There's definitely a lot of them that use the line of like, uh, man, you're the first girl I've hugged in months. And it's like, ah, global pandemic. Let's remember that we're filming a game show in the worst public health crisis. Not in a hundred years. Game show. One where they're encouraged to touch each other. Oh man. At least, well, but, but they did quarantine them and test them ahead of time, which is they, more than you could say about almost any other institution other than yeah. the NHL and MLB. There's no way oh, sorry. to NBA. Yeah, the Mar- the MLB tried to kill the Marlins. Let's not. The NBA. There's, I bespoke. There's no way Pete would have survived on this season. Um, is Pete, <laughs> Pete is a super spreader event. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere he grow- goes. Oh, did y'all see that uh, Madison Pruitt is apparently dating uh, Michael Porter Jr.? Why? I don't know if either of yeah, those people are. Apparently they were spotted at like a uh, barbecue oh place God. in like St. Louis together. What's her Instagram? I need to look this up right now. It's Maddie Prue, I think. Okay. Um, That's right. You're, yeah, you're probably better just, you're probably better just either searching her name or, uh, Michael Porter Jr. on, uh, Twitter. Cause there's, I, I think there's like reality Steve footage of like someone following them at the bar. And then there's another one where, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is taking a, photo with like a barbecue employee and maddie is clearly in the background like looking at her phone um so yeah mpj not believing in vaccines and uh shooting his shot wait Um, hold on what covid ed plays nobody which part of that do you need me to explain further (laughs) the first part drew i think he definitely was the guy who said that like people are pushing an agenda with trying to uh you know prevent covid spread yeah, I can't. I can't find either of them. So um, I'll try to find it for you later. Um, yeah, just a little fun. Uh, where are they now from our previous? Um, and uh, Pete's dating uh, Kelly, so we'll uh, we'll let John have his victory lap in a few weeks whenever he uh, returns from returns from the great beyond. And by that, I mean Wellington, Florida. Um, <laughs> I hope this. I hope this email finds you. Well like <laughs> uh, boys, let's. Uh, you want to do a quick uh, round the horn? Any final thoughts? Any things we're looking forward to uh, next uh, next week's taping? Yeah, uh, I just want to say I'm a little glad that it's the Bachelorette and not the Bachelor this time because the amount of times I simped for those women was just too much, and now. I don't have to simp anymore. I can just enjoy the show. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be able to just like plainly say when dudes suck because they objectively suck rather uh, than, yeah, either simping terrible women or trying to figure out uh, dainty ways to say why people are awful. Um, Corey, you had something? Uh, yeah, we had our kiss counter, baby. Yeah, it's back. Bring it back! Uh, no, we don't have horny Peter. We just have, uh... I know, it's a very unexciting kiss counter. I think you told us it before the taping. Only two! That's wild. It was, uh... Dale Dale. was one. Dale Dale and, uh, Blake Moines. No. The first kiss... No, it wasn't Blake? No. Jason? No, it was definitely Blake. Uh Uh-uh, it was not Blake. He Ooh. did watch this show. Uh, it, was, it was it was 100% Blake. We know for sure I it was Dale. So. I don't Wait, know if we're going to be It was a, not Jason. 
Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to find this. Uh, I got this. It was the first one. Yeah. Hey, uh, Grant, while they're trying to verify, any uh, any final thoughts? Wrap around the horn. Things you're looking yeah. forward to next week? I'm looking forward to figuring out which of these contestants has modeled for a white supremacist clothing company. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it was uh, Blake. It and was that's Blake, a callback. Yes, yeah, suck it, Evan. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I guess I'm excited to see. Apparently, it's going to be a pretty dramatic episode next week. I mean, we already know the conclusion because it's already been announced. But um, it's a. Uh, apparently, the uh, the roadmap to getting there is going to be uh, one uh, full of full of some hot mics. Uh, Corey, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I went to Google who it was, and I, I came across the WAPO article about the best and the worst of The Bachelorette. And it says, the worst moment, okay, Claire and Bachelorette contestants, we get it. You can hug people. Can you not brag about it? <laughs> Someone's bitter that they haven't seen their friends and family in seven months. Many hugs are given, and honestly, it's really hard to watch. Good Lord, that person really hasn't seen their friends and family in seven months. Oh, my Yikes. God. Oh, all right, folks. I think that's going to about do it for us this week on some of the guys talk The bachelor. Uh, I got to remember to text Corey tomorrow to uh, make sure that we uh, censor this audio as is appropriate. Oh I'm still laughing at that. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> those of us, those of y'all who are in our uh, Patreon, we don't actually have one. We just mean the three people who uh, financially support our if show. If you Venmo me, I'll let you know. If you're friends with me from college, text me and I'll let you know. If you follow Venmo our OnlyFans, yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll let you know who we talked about. We get we'll uh, we'll make a Patreon version where they get unreleased or uh, uncensored audio. Uh, be sure um, to watch out for Grant's mixtape that's dropping next week. Uh, be sure to listen to after the show where we'll probably do a plug. Or actually, let's do it right now. Uh, Evan, why don't you uh, use those use those uh, sultry pipes and uh, tell people where they can find us. Uh, you can hit us on Twitter at DMPN Show. Where John has DM given up tweeting. Show. I think Grant right. has we, access to the Twitter account. I think it's Grant. I'm, I'm tweeting right now. We've slacked on the tweets re- recently, but uh, we will get, be getting back into it now so that the charge now. Bachelorette is going. Now, now um, that I'm the only one who watches live. I believe you can email us at uh, dmpnshow at gmail.com. I don't I know if that's still an show. Gmail. I think it's dot. Let me take, hold on, I'll find it. It might, might be. I don't remember. Uh, we have, do we have uh, not gotten any emails? Of course. Anyway? Uh, the DMs are always open. Uh, you yeah. could, you could hit me at the Evan Murray. You could hit at the Drew Breaker. At Corey Greenspan27. Uh, I don't know what Grant's is. <laughs> you Grant you Uh, I'm, oh, fuck. Uh, I'm at Grant Pitt 96 because apparently there Grant Pitt was taken. So everyone, go tweet uh, at Grant Pitt to uh, to give up his username and give it to me. Uh, the uh, the email our our email is dmpn.pod at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. No, it was dot something. There you go. And, and um, you have a lucrative yeah. business opportunity for us. We hope our email finds you Wellington, Florida. We will do almost anything for money. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think our uh, I think our domain re-registration is coming up, so we might have to uh, might have to do a phone-a-thon to get a sixty dollars again to make sure we're able to keep posting this on the air. Um, that's our parlay hits, baby. Yeah, good lord, that monstrosity. There's no way that hits. If it does, oh man, I'm gonna get on a plane to New York and kiss Corey square on the lips and tell him that's for doubting me that uh, Liberty would cover. I'll kiss all the beautiful women, the men. I'll kiss everyone. Not only the women, but the men and the children too. No, definitely not oh, children, Corey. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know what you do with people. Alright, I'm gonna end this pod before we end so up. So uncivilized. I'm gonna end this pod before we end up in even more list than we already are. Folks, my name's Drew Baker. For uh some of the boys talk the bachelor on the DMPN podcast network. Thanks for listening. We'll try to do better next time. But we uh, won't. Stay safe, stay sane, and uh, stay listening. And and Grant, stay frosty, boys. (laughs) See ya.